This is the Wonder Life Podcast, the voice for health and wellness. I'm your host, Andrea Ritter. Thank you for joining. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Anne Kamig, an environmental health consultant who is passionate about educating the public about the harmful ingredients in everyday products. This is part two of our interview with Anne, and in this episode, she discusses her fertility issues and how she discovered that everyday household products and makeup was actually what was interacting and causing such negative impacts in her body. Yeah. So um, then, so we fast forward to you're, you oh. got divorced. We're into the remarriage because I took yes. you back in time. So we, we've gotten remarried, happy, joy to the world, trying to have a baby. Right. Because right away, I mean, we're old. We're older. We're old. It's time to have babies. And by the way, this is the person I should have married in the first place. So with the whole body dysmorphia, where does like actually getting pregnant and being a big old pregnant woman play? Did you ever think through that? Uh, yeah. Finally get to be fat and be okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You were, you were looking to embrace it. Yes. And I kind of had this belief that getting pregnant was going to like solve all my problems. Uh-huh. Right? Like, I was going to give birth to this perfect thing, and, like, all was going to be right with the world. Yeah. It was, like, the answer. Yeah. Um, And I became myopically focused on getting pregnant. Oh, I'm sure, because just that was just a matter. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shifting gears into this one now. Yeah. Um. So it started with, like, getting, you know, a physical. I seem fine. They put me on that one pill that everybody takes first. Um, and nothing. So then six months, I don't remember where they were like, Oh, we could try IUI. Well, I had a girlfriend that had gotten, that went to the fertility clinic in Grand Rapids. She's like, just get an appointment. And what's IUI in vitro? In, um, interutero insemination. Okay. So they take the sperm <laughs> and stick it up in there when you're ovulating. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you're okay. timing things, taking shots, okay. but not as serious as that. Okay. Um, so we start with IUI. Seems like a great candidate. Um, so I'm doing research. I start going to acupuncture. Um, so we start doing the IUI. Not working. Not even taking. Like, nothing's doing anything. I was even having my acupuncturist come with me to the IUI appointment. So I could get a treatment beforehand and then a treatment after. And uh, Right? I was crazy. Um... And we went down a slippery slope of like, okay, I guess it's what we do next is do IVF. Like, it wasn't like we were educated. It wasn't like a doctor or a mentor sat down with us and really talked us through things. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like, oh, I guess it's what we do next. And especially for me, who's very myopically focused on achieving a thing. Yeah. Um, so... Then I started going to an Ayurvedic counselor. So that's when I kind of shifted from being vegan into incorporating ghee and eating like a piece of toast in the morning, which by the way, I was way more grounded and I could like teach all morning without getting the jitters. Like, so you felt totally different in your body with food in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause I would be one of those people's like green smoothie, dry toast, maybe right. Like very light, airy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I was doing um, 
the acupuncture. I was going to the Ayurvedic person. I was doing Mayan abdominal massage regularly and getting cranial sacral work done. So you were doing all the stuff that you should should do. And, and going to a therapist. Yeah, so you're working your program. Yes. And um, we were... we. Okay, so it's like about Christmas time, and we were going to go into, we'd had a positive pregnancy, which ended up being a an ectopic pregnancy, Oh. and my husband still blames, it wasn't our normal doctor that did the embryo transfer, it was this other guy, and he got flustered and pissed during the procedure, because apparently I have a tricky cervix. And he had to, like, go and get a – like, he needed to take a break. He was so flustered and, like, went to get a different catheter. I don't really remember because I was on whatever medication, and I had to pee so bad because they make you have a full bladder when they do the oh, transfers. Do. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, so you're like, I got to pee the whole time, but there's, like, pressure. It's- and you're trying not to pee on someone's hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so – And that was a whole, that's a whole like other three chapters of a book because when we had the six week appointment, my blood work, the numbers were super high for pregnancy. Um, and then he was like, I don't see anything. There's nothing. There's nothing. And then he found the heartbeat and I had just started having some bleeding and they're like, Oh, this is not good. Like your fallopian tube is going to rupture really soon. We need to get you into surgery tonight. It was the second week of school. Like, as a fifth-grade teacher, I had my kids all day, right? It's not like I taught one thing and they just came right. in and out. Right, like, And I'm just getting to know them. Like, So throw me for a loop. Um, so then we'd had a Frozen. It didn't take. And now it was Christmas, and we were going to ramp up to do another Frozen embryo transfer. And so I actually been out here visiting. Um, we were, like, up at the condo in Fraser. And I was timing everything, right? Like, I had to time what my shots were. Mm -hmm. We happened to be in the car for one of the shots. I was like, oh, I guess I'm injecting myself while your dad's driving and we're going over the pass. Like, so (laughs) weird. (laughs) But what's so crazy is um, I had this friend that I met in L.A. We ran marathons together. Um, She posted on Facebook. This is before Facebook was like. Facebook? Yes. (laughs) Right? So she's like, I'm thinking about joining this company. And I was like, are you shitting me? You, like, went to Exeter and, like, Middlebury College. Like, she's wicked smart. Why would she be joining a pyramid scheme? <laughs> and all I know, really, is Amway. Right? I have this terrible Amway taste. Oh, my God. Mouth. My aunt and uncle sold Amway back in the day. And I have this vague memory of, like, some peanut butter bar. Like, there was some sort of, like, bar. Before bars were yeah. even a thing. So, oh, yeah. no, it was not real food. Yeah. It was. Mm-mm. That is amazing. So, I was like, really, I'm like, okay, I'm going to skeptically, like, what? And then she happened to post, like, right before Christmas or something like that, that the person she was joining with was going to go on this trip to Punta Cana for free. And it was just this weird, like, I had a student that was going to be going to Punta Cana over Christmas break. So I'd heard Punta Cana in like the same yes. three day, yeah. right? So I'm like, what is, this? I just clicked on it. Cause I'm like, oh, I've never heard of this except for these two times. Um, so I was totally skeptically watching like, oh, 
is she doing? Well, it must have been January, February. She posted a World Health Organization article about the ingredients in personal care products being linked to this whole big thing called unexplained infertility, which is what we've been labeled with. Because there's like no... There was no reason why you I don't really you have anything not. wrong. He doesn't really have anything that's wrong. Like, they can put our stuff together and it makes my linings good. Like, there just wasn't really an explanation. Um, and I was like, wait, what? I could do one more thing. I can control one more thing? Hell yes. <laughs> Sign me up. I'll be the best at figuring this yes. out. Can I get the points for doing it? Uh-huh. So, um... I called her, and it was funny to hear her talk. Oh, I just love this. Pro- I love the lemon scrub, and I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. I don't. I'm not a product girl. I had makeup from my first wedding. I had makeup from my second wedding. <laughs> I didn't like. I was the girl that went to college with Pert Plus, two and one baby, uh, a bar of Dial Soap, Crest, and Dry Idea. I had four products that I went to college. Johnson and Johnson. Hell yeah. So I, I, as much as I was like, okay, I can do one more thing. It's kind of like, well, how much of this really is true? Because I'm not really a product girl. Well, then I do wash my hair, washing, you know, shampoo, conditioner. I wash my body. I wear deodorant. I brush my teeth. So I started realizing, okay, even if I'm low maintenance, it starts to add up. Right. Um, and I feel like such a, I was really embarrassed for a long time to tell people what I did, like that I sold, that I sell a product because I still have a stigma in my head about what this really means. Right. Um, but at the same time, like I can't stop talking about it. So I listened to this dumb, like 20 minute opportunity call and I listened to it with my husband, John, and he was like, well, I don't see why not. Like it's only $99 and you're going to get a bunch of stuff and you've been looking I made a list of all the ingredients that I wanted to avoid because I didn't have this fancy little fold-up thing mm-hmm. um, that I have that I give people now. And I went everywhere. Like I would drive 45 minutes to go to the store to look for shampoo and conditioner, knowing even if it says cruelty-free that it still might be sketchy. Like I was seriously turning the bottle of everything over to look at the ingredient label. And as soon as I would see one of the things on my list, I'd put it back. I wasn't making any compromises. Because you thought the reason why you were not getting pregnant was because of toxins and products that you were putting on your body. Yeah. Or ingesting. Potentially. Yeah. They said, if this is one piece of it, like if this is something that I couldn't control, I might as well couldn't control it. And I'm trying to manage my hormones with injections and pills and whatever. Yeah. And if I'm putting something on my body that's affecting my estrogen level, well, I don't want that. Right. Because I'm already, I need it to be a certain way. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I, I felt like totally lied to, right? Like it's all, I started to feel like they're all just trying to get my money and marketing to me and they don't yeah. give a shit. That we know that fragrance, has, that one word has like tons of phthalates, which are known endocrine disruptors. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so I started diving in just on a personal level of like, okay, I just need to get my products set, set away. Yeah. And, um, 
this what seemed, it was the only one line that I could find from A to Z. I didn't have to look at the label. Yeah. Because there were other lines that like these three products were great and the rest of them were crappy. Mm -hmm. And even though like I didn't have kids at the time, so I had the time and the obsessiveness to read everything. <laughs> I would think about my girlfriends that had like a gaggle of kids. I'm like, what, how frustrating for them if they're trying to do the right thing and they don't have the time nor yeah. do they have like a chemistry background or whatever. Right. right. Um, I mean, most people have no idea how much crap is in the products we put on our bodies. No. And PS, our skin is our largest organ. So it right. absorbs everything that like we think about. Yeah. Or breathe or. So I actually, um, this is something I use former fifth grade teacher. This is something I use when I do presentations. I actually, this is my traveling. I have a metal one. That oh. So I show people that this is a cell. So this is a round cutout with a keyhole in it. And then I show them that every, so our cells have receptor sites for hormones and they all have a specific shape, like a key. Estrogen has a specific shape to fit into a cell to turn it on, to tell it what to do. Well, phthalates are the exact same shape as an estrogen. So what happens when you get a phthalate that's going sticking into the cell? You're going to end up building up a lot of estrogen. Now your body's maybe not going to produce as much estrogen. Maybe it's producing too much estrogen. We know that there are a lot of diseases related to estrogen dominance. And they're growing. It's increasing. People are... There's the crazy increase in hypospadias, which is the uh, birth defect on little boys. And they're calling it the feminization of boys. The boys are born with their urethra not at the tip of the penis. It's actually migrated below. They need reconstructive surgery, like within their first three months of being alive. And they're linking it to the mom's exposure to, to phthalates. And a phthalate is, again, what is that again? It is a mimicker. It's an endocrine disruptor. So it, it okay. mimics estrogen. Okay. And it gets into your cell, but it does nothing. The cell just doesn't turn on. And so it blocks estrogen from actually entering in because it's taking that place. Yes. So it's disrupting the whole endocrine system. Wow. Yeah. Because I've had people say, well, I get like I'm not supposed to have that, but why? Well, this is why. Because at a cellular level. And that's when pe I tell people the dose doesn't make the poison this time. It is the poison that makes the poison. Mm. So even the smallest amount, you're getting just one of these stuck in your keyhole. <laughs> stuck in your keyhole. Okay, so you... So you find all this out. You start using products that are clean. Yes. And what happens next? Um, I felt, so I started teaching people about it. I would do parties. And I felt like I had purpose in life again. Because I, could, I was having such a hard time getting pregnant. And that was such a focus. And I was feeling like such a failure. And I was feeling like, well, women are supposed to have babies and I can't have a baby. Like, what is, I'm not a real woman. Oh, wow. And this gave me a sense of purpose. 
And I met so many amazing people because there's nothing like getting a group of women, even men, together around a table and sharing some information with them that like blows them away and then learning from them. Like, oh my gosh, I heard about da 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 da. And that was so empowering for me to like, I guess, get those conversations started. Yeah. And to empower others to go read labels and not be screwed over by companies. Like, take charge of where you're spending your money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so then me selling the products made it so I could quit teaching, which was great. That is insane. Uh, because I was done with other people's kids. Um, we'd had our last failed IVF, like it had been, we did a fresh IVF and it took six weeks. There was a heartbeat, eight week appointment on Christmas Eve, Mm -mm. no heartbeat. Jesus. Yeah. Right. We were like, everybody else is celebrating with babies and we're not. That right, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it was. So I went into a huge depression. Yeah, I imagine you did. And and not to mention your hormones have been off for how long? How long have you been in charge? Five years. Yeah, jacked. Yeah, like John. Uh, sometimes I'm even surprised we're still married because it was bad. Like I was not Anne. I was not the woman he married. Because part of it was the myopic goal-oriented, yeah. I'm going to achieve this, goddammit, no matter what. Yeah. And then the other part was, I am so jacked up with crazy amounts yeah. of hormones. Yeah. I mean, I am such a badass, I can inject myself with progesterone in my butt. While a car's moving. Yeah. And progesterone is thick. It is viscous. You have to have a freaking huge gauge on that needle. You're focused. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're goal-oriented. Goal yes. Um, so so you were, were you done? At that point where you're like, I'm good. We didn't know. We didn't know. I kind of, so it was really, I had this realization in the midst of how awful I felt of, uh, we need to go to Denver now. And there's, there's something we have to do there because if we had a baby, we would never have left, right? The safety of our jobs and the the known. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, we got to go. We got to go. I'm not saying that like God took away this thing because like, I'm not saying that somebody punishes you or whatever. Yeah. It's just part of the, like, let's look at it from a 50,000 foot view. Right. Like let's, you let's, let's be in power with what we have. Yeah. Like you been, you have this deck of cards, like let's figure out what to do with it now. Yeah. So I guess it was February. John was like, Oh, I guess we're moving. And I was like, yeah, we got to go. So he started interviewing for jobs, and his company said, well, can you just work remotely, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, so we came out here. It was Easter weekend four years ago, whatever that was. Um, we looked at 25 homes. This was the last home we looked at. We put an offer on the house. It got accepted. We flew back to Michigan. I think we got back on Thursday. 
And I called my mom, and she's like, I don't feel very good. I went to the doctor, and they think I have pneumonia. I'm like, oh, my God, okay. I'll make you some chicken noodle soup. And I brought her, like, tea and whatever. And she looked like shit. Um, Friday, she's still, like, not good. The medication's not working. Saturday, I get a call from my dad. He's bringing her to the ER. I get to the ER. So this is the same ER that my dad had been brought to when he had his car accident. Mm-hmm. I literally, I passed out. When they put up this, the film of his knee, of his clav- his clavicles, the one that, like, because he had a punctured lung. I just, ugh. Um, and the ER doc is such an asshole. He throws it up and he's like, well, doesn't look like you'd be running anytime soon. Not the time, sir. So now I'm in the ER, seeing ER, and it's not the same doctor because who knows who they are. Um, and the guy comes in, throws up her film. Well, I'd be shocked if this is anything but malignancy. Holy God. I put myself, I was lying on the floor in the ER, like in the disgusting room, just lying on the floor because it was cold. Okay, deep breaths. So 45 minutes later, I'm in an ambulance going to the hospital, like a better hospital with her. And it took about three weeks to get the diagnosis, stage four melanoma. Mm. So I was like, I don't know. What do you do with that information? We're moving. So that was a big deal. Like, do we leave? Do we not leave? Do we rent this? And that's a whole other piece that we won't necessarily go into. We moved here the end of June. I went back to Michigan for my mom's birthday in July. The end of July. Birthday's the 26th. Yeah. Um, And she died August 4th. Hmm. And when we got back here, it just started becoming really clear we weren't going to be pursuing fertility anymore. So there was a huge, complicated... Oh, there she is. I know, right? It just thundered. I'm about to cry. Oh, my God. Okay, thank you, Mother. Thanks, Mary. Um, So she... Yeah, we just... It was a very complex grief, right? Because there was... Not only losing my mom, but then losing the idea of ever being yeah. a mom. Yeah. Um, so that just took us at least a year <laughs> or more um, to kind of get through. Of, And now, I mean, I'm here for, I know I'm here for a reason. Absolutely. And I've met so many amazing women. Um, and not just women, but I tend to gravitate towards women. Because you is a lady. I'm a lady. Um, and I actually have worked with my friend Cindy, who is a functional nutritionist, and she reads the Akashic Records. Oh. So I, I've asked her a couple times. When you would get involved with Cindy. Yeah. Um, I've asked her, was it me? Like, what? She's like, you know, I don't have all the answers, but your infertility was really, it's really complex. There's not just one little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure I've got the MTHFR genetic mutation. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know what that is, just means that my body doesn't methylate fully. fully oh acid. yes, yes, yeah. Um, so you do have they just have, but what's interesting is I feel like MTHFR people have miscarriages. I just couldn't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also just think I have way, had I been able to have a child, I could not impact them as many lives as I'm supposed to. Yeah. You've got work to do. Right. Yeah. Um, so learning about the ingredients and products had lit a fire that I just kept, I keep learning. Like I took this six month environmental toxins course. Not that I'm ever going to like go into people's homes because people don't necessarily want that. You know what you can do for me is um, be on a panel at our summit next year because we have an environmental toxins panel. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I mean, just helping families reduce what their kids are exposed to because they, especially kids with allergies or um, asthma or ADHD, even like learning disabilities, autism spectrum disorder, just thinking a little bit more about what's in the home can really make a difference. And can we be perfect? Absolutely not. But we can see improvements in behaviors when we take things out that have fragrance or when we dust, we wet dust. Because if we're, we're just thinking a little bit more in depth about what we have in our home and that it's not really the safe haven that we believe it is. Yeah. It's this closed environment that it's just get everything gets recirculated again and again and again. And we have so much more to talk about. And so I would love to have you back to talk specifically about getting into the home and what we can do um, about the crazy stuff that's in there and how we can help ourselves and help our families and help each other and, and really work together to change what's going on because Mm -hmm. we have to act now because now is the time. Yeah. Well, once you know better, you can do better. Amen. And I always want to extend the grace to people and say, listen, before I even start talking, can you agree to not beat yourself up for not knowing what I'm about to tell you? I love that. Because there's no way, like, and I, I had a therapist say this to me once, and he didn't say it in relation to this. He said it in relation to having a good marriage. He said, could you start speaking Russian for me right now? I was like, what? I could say yet. He's like, just start speaking in Russian. I'm like, it's like, well, then how would you expect to have a great marriage if you didn't have any lessons, if you didn't have any training, if you didn't have any examples? I love that. Oh, my God. That's so freeing. Right? The permission to, like, have made mistakes was just... Yeah, we just don't know. No. No one knows anything. Yeah, and it's okay to be like, oh, oh, okay, I can make that first, next, right step. So, yeah. If if people want to find you, how can they find you to find out more before we have you on another podcast? They can follow me on Facebook. Okay. Just Ann, A-N-N, K-M-I-N-G-K, K-A-E-M-I-N-G-K. We'll have that K like the letter on the podcast like the animal. notes. So yes, it's a beautiful spelling. Um, yeah, my fifth grader. So I maybe you could tell. I um, always had all of the special needs children in my classroom because of the way I taught, and uh, somebody decided that all of their passwords were going to be my last name. Oh. My so yeah, that's the same password. K A E M I N G K. 
So maybe people will. I love it. Um, I am working on getting a YouTube channel going. Sweet. Called I'm Sorry and You're Welcome. Love it. Where I interview people and we expose toxic truths. Oh, I love this. So it can range from random political things to like, what is an herbologist? Like, why would you go to an acupuncturist? I love that. that. Um, So until then, that's... I think that's great. Yeah. Well, I'm so thankful. I am too. This has been a great opportunity. Wonderful. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. Please light us up on social at Wonder Health. And that is wonder with a U. For more information on the topics we discussed, go to wonderhealth.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen, and please share with your friends. Go out and shine your light and transform this world.